0: Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developer's podcast in fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez, our producer today, William Jeffries. And today we'll be talking about work-life balance as a developer. How does one find the balance that they stand on, one side being work and one side being life and our experiences trying to figure that out? I feel like people have like started to complain about this term work-life balance because it
1: does seem to sort of imply that your work is not part of your life. I think people have started throwing around newer terms for it. I don't know that I necessarily like them any better. Work-life <laughs> fit. I'm just reading <laughs> from this. I'm seeing an article. Work-life integration. Mm-hmm. Work-life interface. What? what is work-life that? sway. No. I don't know. I mean like I don't like making it an either or thing where you're either at work or you're having a life. Cause you know, I would like for my work to be enjoyable so that I don't mind it. And it is part of my life, but you do still need to capture that concept
0: in some way that you can spend too much time at work. And I think you mentioned William that like, it sounds like it was a new thing. Like, I don't remember when I first started programming that work-life balance is something that I need to look out for or establish when I start working. But I think it might've been like a newer term because people were working and that was their lives. And I think that's a difference between working as a part of your life and working being your life. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And we need to, I guess like the idea is that as engineers, we need to kind of You know, start being mindful about that. Like, how were you when you first started programming? Were you working workaholic, working all the time? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I felt like I. I remember my first programming gig. I was probably working a salary and still working forty five, maybe even fifty hours because I'm new. They, you know, I need to show them how good I am. Just came out of college, and I have to like prove myself. But my life was work because I needed to get better at this programming thing. Right. Did you find yourself the same way when you first started uh, programming?
1: Uh, Yeah. I think in the beginning, I definitely felt a need to improve myself. I was self-conscious and wanted to do a good job and- Definitely put in more more time than was healthy and then experience that problem where actually it, it can make you worse and you stop getting enough sleep, you start being isolated and being less happy and able to focus and it can actually be worse than you can get
0: less done in 80 hours than you can in 20 sometimes. Right. and I think that's where the balance comes in where you have to find the amount of work that is productive for an individual. Where too much may cause some issues and too little, you're just not getting enough. Do you think that it affects people when they're salary versus hourly?
1: You know, I think it must. I haven't really felt a big difference between when I'm salaried and when I am
0: hourly. Right. I feel like for me, working salary for some time and now working hourly, like, I know I could get, I get a couple of extra hours in. I could do it. But now definitely with a baby, I now take some very heavy considerations of the work-life balance that is now I have to balance. Literally. Right, yeah. I
1: think for me, I work more hours when I feel like it's necessary, whether I'm salaried or hourly. Right. But when I'm hourly, I mind the overtime less. Because it's like, okay, well, at least... Okay, I, I would rather be out with my friends, but yeah. at least, you know, I'm being fairly compensated for this. Right. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. I think that when you do without being mindful of, of the balance, you may just experience burnout a lot faster. And like, it's even worse when you don't even see it. Right. Like suddenly you're just like dreading to go to work. Right. You mentioned before the the concept of having work-life balance as the concept is strange because you want to be enjoying your work as a part of your life but what happens when you're like burnt out right like that becomes a problem as well and like solving that is a whole other issue that we can probably like dive into have you ever felt like burned out from working too much
1: yeah absolutely it's like i mean i think a great way to ruin a good job. <laughs> like, <laughs> I used to really like working here. Yeah.
0: Now suddenly I, I hate waking and so, up in I'm the miserable. I hate all of my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's really hard to get out of that. I imagine. I don't think I've ever experienced burnout to that degree. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of work-life balance exists because when you talk about it, you know that burnout is a possible a problem. When you don't balance it out, I guess is the concern that people have, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I think this is this is
1: more top of mind for you at the moment because you know you have you have a
0: child, uh, baby, yeah, uh, baby boy. And if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have told you, like, yeah, I'm getting paid hourly, eighty hours, let's go, (laughs) (laughs) getting paid double, doing the overtime and not minding. But now I find that like. I want to be home with my son because my son's awesome, right?
1: And he's only going to be that age for a very brief period, of and time. then
0: you're going if you're not there, you're going to miss it. Yeah, and yeah, then that's course. gone, and then that's gone, and then he's going to be two years old, and then I'm going to want to do overtime because he's going to be in his terrible twos. <laughs> 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 but the idea that like I get a chance to have that balance and to like negotiate with like the clients and say, hey, you know, I cannot afford. Like the overtime because I have a child that is not going to be this age for much longer, right?
1: Um, And I think at this period it's particularly bad because I mean, like you could miss his first word, you could miss
0: his first steps. He's got a whole bunch of firsts coming up. Yeah, exactly. He's he could probably his first time he yells out "Yo, Bobby!" I won't be there. (laughs) I just won't be there. That was that would be horrible. That would not be cool at all. And that balance exists because of the current like experience that I'm having and. Software engineering is a place that at least allows us to have conversations like this. Uh, I'm thinking about like doctors who have like really rigorous hours who may not have the luxury of being able to work from home one day a week and stuff like that. I think that's, well, what are some work-life balance things that you've seen organizations do? Because like the first one that came into mind is like working from home right like you don't have to worry about the commute one once a week or even if you work in an organization that's remote all the time that's like a way of like balancing life with yeah. work have you seen other strategies yeah i've seen some
1: companies allow people to take a, a salary reduction in exchange for fewer hours total oh interesting so you're like you get 20% less money but you work 20% fewer hours so you get one extra day a week
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And like, you know, that's an agreement that the employee is taking, that the engineer is taking, because they want that extra day. Right. And the company is more than happy to to facilitate that. I think
1: maternity and paternity leave, that's a common one. Oh, yeah. No, that
0: was clutch. I'm telling you. Vacation.
1: I think sabbaticals are an interesting program. If you work in a cyclical business where most of the capacity is really needed only at certain times. You know, you can get some benefit by allowing people to take extended periods of leave, like much more than normal vacation by providing like, you know, a reduced salary option. It's like, let's say you work in retail and there's a dead period, you know, like after Christmas, nobody's shopping or, you know, whatever, whatever your cyclical businesses, whatever cycle you have, there's like this downtime and you can tell people like, okay, so we're going to pay you only half of your salary, but you don't have to come to work at all. Yeah. You just go
0: travel the world or go, I don't know. Do what you want to do. babies, yeah. whatever you, you know. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Well, one of the things I've seen working at a bank is almost like forced vacation. I don't know if you've seen this before, but a lot of the times in finance, they will, every employee is required Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. The two weeks, at least two weeks off. And at the time when you do take that leave, like they take away your passwords and like every, your account is like frozen. So you can't do anything about work. Right. I think that's a compliance thing. Yeah, I mean, because like they're not just trying to be nice. Yeah, no, no that, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, but the idea that you have to is like, I think that rolls into the idea that I guess people who work in finance have burned out like severely. And I think finance is one of those industries where you tend to do that. And one of the ways to alleviate that is mandatory minimum vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Not the greatest because as you mentioned before, I think there's more compliant than like the banks being nice. But that is a way that I've seen, unfortunately, the way to balance your work and life. Yeah. I think especially if you have an
1: unlimited vacation policy, the only way to make that work is to have some kind of mandatory minimum because people on average take less vacation at companies with unlimited vacation policies because it's not
0: really unlimited. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know how that works. Cause it's like unlimited, but is it truly unlimited? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've worked at. I worked at a place that had unlimited vacation, and right, I never it's like took if, it. Somebody, if somebody just like went on vacation and then just like didn't come back, like
1: <laughs> how long would it take that company to stop paying
0: them? Yeah, I remember when I worked at a place that was like that. I didn't take a lot of vacation. It was just like, oh, I'm just gonna work. I know that I have it there, but right. I never took it ever. Right. So I think that's a good thing, a good policy. If you have unlimited vacation and. Ensure that you have a minimum where people can take it. Cause you know, often people won't. Right. People just and, won't.
1: And like, maybe we should just all acknowledge that there's no such thing as unlimited <laughs> vacation. You can't take one year vacation. Yeah. No, 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 every no, no, year. Yeah, every, I don't know. I, I, don't <laughs> I think, think it'd be better. I think it's better just to have a range. Yeah. Like we require you take at least two weeks of vacation because don't be a crazy person. And then,
0: you know, the cap is, you know, a month and a half. Right. Hey, I mean, if the company can afford it, cool. But yeah, I mean, it's totally up to the organization. But that's a way to, you know, to balance the strenuous of work that can sometimes be really stressful and alleviate some of that with like vacation policy. Stride does the ability to use hours to train. That's a really big one in in tech where you're not actually doing work, but like you're learning, you're picking up a new skill that you want to do. As part of your life and your hobby, you can you know if you want to do some Arduino programming, no one's stopping you, which is like pretty dope. And I'm sure a lot of places do that too.
1: Yeah, money for conferences. Yeah, continuing education budget for books or online classes or whatever.
0: Yeah, and you know, being fresh on your your tech without like the pressures of work forcing you to to do that, I think is a great way to balance life. Oh I think yeah I think I mentioned before the number one thing for me right now is uh, the ability to work from home at least one day a week is pretty cool. I was actually not good at it and I still think I'm not. So. Yeah, I would say
1: it's really hard I think to work from home. It's like not a good work environment.
0: Yeah, it's pretty difficult cuz like before I'm like at home and I'm like oh man video games. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. play video games and then i have to be like hey sorry i didn't work today so don't worry about <laughs> it it's a it's free it's on me it's okay <laughs> don't pay me for today yeah, don't pay me for today i didn't do anything yeah, exactly i mean and that works out when you work hourly because you can just be upfront like that
1: but maybe if you have an actual home office with a door that you can close yes and the computer does not have video games in it <laughs> separate <laughs> Cause the, separate machine
0: because that's important Or a co-working space near your house if you live far away. That's true. Yeah, if you like, I don't know, some people use a WeWork, find a place that has Wi-Fi for you to step away and coffee shops are really big for that. But the balance is important because like burnout is real and a lot of people have experienced that and just figuring out ways to alleviate some of that burnout by making life a little easier and toning down the work a little bit. Cause I could definitely see myself, not that it's happening right now at the second, please don't worry about me. I'm okay. But like being burnt out because I have like a newborn and the stress of work could definitely burn anyone out. So I have to, I really have to be mindful of that. And I'm glad that this uh, term is being used more often and organizations are aware of it. Do you find that you are, you work more hours now? Than you did before in time, or no, you I definitely of, work less. You work less, yeah. I mean, I think generally, as people get well, I
1: don't know, I don't want to speak for everybody here. I've noticed that as people get more senior, they tend to chill out. I don't know if it's because they get older and they get families and they, you know, want more free time for that, or if it's that they feel more stable, more comfortable, that they're, they're less worried about being fired, they know that they're needed and are adding a lot of value. I mean, I do think sometimes you get. People who become the guy. Yeah. You know? The
0: guy or the gal that
1: can or hold it ga- down. Yeah. yeah. It's like that it, they need that person there. Yeah. And so then they end up working too many hours because the company is totally dependent on them.
0: Yeah. That's, that's hard. And, and
1: then you can have the opposite effect where actually as you get more senior, you end up working
0: more hours. Right. Right. And then it's like a bus factor thing too. Like that person probably knows the code base in and out, which then they, like the business is dependent on that person. That's pretty scary. Even as a, in both ends, I think right because as a business, if that person unfortunately gets hit by a bus, then then what happens, right? Like the business is going to find out the hard way. But it sucks for the engineer who is spending a lot of time and will inevitably burn out, right? Because like it's silly to think that you can have that lifestyle of working many hours and not think you're going to burn out, right? So you got to take care of yourself. Oh, I mean, uh, another thing, I know there's certain organizations that have like like massage day, like every other Wednesday, they have like a masseuse come in and they right. get like a massage. That, that's pretty cool. Like, like
1: let you bring your dog to work. Yeah. That's, that's pretty. That's a dope popular too.
0: perk. That's a popular perk. Everyone's doing that. I'm sure Dave, Dave would love that. He has a dog. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a
1: really good perk so long as your dog is well behaved. Yes. You don't know, yeah, end you know. up with a dog fight. You know, that's, <laughs> it's not a
0: perk. Twenty dollars on Sparky, go! I that's so. That's a balance right there, bro. Gambling. So this is an HR violation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't violate HR as part of your work life balance. This is not cool. That's not cool. Don't do that. Lunches. That's another. Yes. Another yes. Being park. able to step away from the desk, eating lunch in the park is a really nice perk. Yeah. I mean, and even better if the company pays for it from time to time, that'd be cool. But like eating outside- or It's like surprising with, how much of a difference that makes. Yeah. Like coworker or like, you know, with, with your group of coworkers outside of work, like that is important. But like this balance, you find yourself like when you get a more senior, you mentioned before, that person may end up working a lot harder, like- Everyone should just be mindful of the fact that this does exist. I'm sorry, William, but the work-life balance exists. And- What about the work-life sway? No, (laughs) don't say that. Stop it. The the work-life user interface? What is this, Java? (laughs) (laughs) My work-life balance is- Are you uh, statically typing uh, in your work-life? (laughs) <laughs> That's a problem. You should go see someone. <laughs> go go see someone if you're statically typing your word like balance. Yeah, I think balancing the idea that this term exists is probably because people have been mindful of it. Uh they understand the, the consequences of uh, burnout as we just discussed. And organizations are definitely doing something about it, which is like really cool.
1: It's really good for recruiting too. I mean, if your if your company has more flexibility. That's a perk that means a lot to a lot of very talented people.
0: What are the benefits that the employer would see when they like implement some of this work-life balance things that we mentioned earlier?
1: I mean, lower turnover, but higher productivity when people are present, probably an easier time recruiting, assuming that you're highlighting these features and you're encouraging your employees to refer friends and they actually like you working for your company. I don't know. What have you seen?
0: No, I think that it's definitely helpful... People are generally happy to be working at a place that allows them to balance their life with their work in a way that makes them happy at the end of the day. Definitely, there's like referral bonuses that would help both individuals when a new person comes in, but like that person would be selling their organization at a place that they enjoy working in, and then they want their like colleagues and former coworkers to work with them.
1: On the flip side of that, what would you say to somebody who's currently working in an environment that they would definitely not recommend to a friend where there's a terrible lack of balance?
0: I mean, they would just, like, you're asking, like, what should they do? What's your advice? To give them? I think, yeah, go find, there's a lot of places. There's a lot of, I mean, if you, you should definitely bring it up and say, like, definitely talk to someone in the organization, your manager, and whoever is willing to listen. that it affects your life in a way where you're not happy and you're not able to produce. That can go two ways. Like the organization can be like, oh, screw off. But then you realize that if that's where they stand, then why work for them, right? Like that's kind of mean. Like you want to work at a place that where your employer is nice to you or thinks you're a person and not just like a code monkey. So you just change your organization right there if that's the case. But like if they listen, then they can kind of figure out if anyone else is feeling this way and maybe figure out a solution to alleviate some of that pressure that they're getting from the employer themselves and then kind of fix it yeah i think it's important to talk to people about this like you know get
1: some help like at least have the conversation regularly with someone whether it's a spouse or a friend or a, or a counselor or someone but be regularly talking about how this is affecting your life because if you just try and quit you may just fail yeah. I mean, quitting jobs is hard.
0: Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll talk to you. Don't worry about it.
1: I, I think that if you can start a conversation with someone and then over a period of time come up with a plan, whether that's a plan with your manager or a plan with your, your husband or wife about how you're going to you know, make a, an adjustment to your life so that your stress levels are a little healthier, I think that's a first step to getting out of the trap. I think when people are overworked, they tend to shut down and close off. And you exclude all of your friends and family and, and coworkers who could potentially be supportive. And then you just end up working more overtime, trying to get that project done, trying to get that
0: good feedback review. I did mention Twitter before. I did send out a tweet a couple of days ago where, you know, the pressure can also come from like the users who want the feature who are very active at the organization you're working you work in, and like the users also need to understand that like the engineers has families that they need to go home to <laughs> and I think that sometimes as a user myself in certain products, I can get upset and then I have to stop and we're like hey i I'm one of them. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, while I'm home, like I think a couple months ago, YouTube TV, I subscribed to YouTube TV and it wasn't working like when I was home and i'm like oh why isn't this working like i went to twitter and like ranted like hey youtube tv fix your stuff and then like right before i hit send i'm like oh i'm a jerk because mm-hmm. that would be me and <laughs> if i had a product that went down and then i would feel bad if like i see people tweeting at the organization i work for to fix it so did i they, think did they know it was down Oh yeah, they did. Okay. Like, and, and because and they were working, on and, it. And so he, you were
1: just making them feel bad. <laughs>
0: no, but I didn't. I realized that I didn't send it. Like I didn't want to send it because I was like, oh wait, no. Everyone else has already been complaining. I'm sure they feel bad about it. And I think as a user and as users, we should also be respectful of the time of engineers when things are down. Like you know, these things happen, and they gotta you know balance that. The balance work with their life, and they'll have to work from home and page of duty and that kind of stuff. But if it's very strenuous, you should definitely talk to your organization about ways to alleviate some of that stress. Like some things I've seen is uh, when there's a production bug at two in the morning, and someone has to wake up to fix it. The company is like, "All right, well, you were up at two in the morning fixing this bug. Don't worry about coming in today. Like, yeah. You're fine." Like that's like really cool. Other places may expect you to come in at and be at stand-up at eight thirty, which is yeah, crazy. You know? <laughs> that's really bad. But mm-hmm. like you know, the balance is there, right? The organization. Yeah, especially if you're like on the platform team, like if you're doing infrastructure. Oh, yeah. No, you're up all the time. Yeah.
1: Or if your company uses the term IT department.
0: <laughs> the IT department.
1: <laughs> you're in operations for the
0: IT department. Yeah. You're, you're ooh, not sleeping. You're not sleeping. And then like, you know, some places will expect you to be there at nine to five and be on call all the time. But like other places that I've seen, it's like, oh, you were, there was, that was a major outage. You were up from two to four, like go to sleep. No, I'll see you the next day, not today. Don't worry about it, which is like really cool. And the company is, you know, aware of like, you were disturbed in your sleep. Like, try and fix that. And we apologize, take the day off kind of thing. Stuff like that is pretty cool. And I think that the fact that organizations see that as like, oh, we disturbed your life, take the day off, don't worry about work is like an interesting way to see this balance play out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think if users realize, that software engineers have families and the people who are supporting the product have families and the companies also are aware that the product that the engineers have are also being supported that have families Then we should all as humanity figure out ways where we can make everyone happy and revenue go up but that's a really difficult challenge that I imagine a ton of software engineering companies are trying to deal with it's like the idea just balance Be mindful and talk to somebody, talk to your employer, and hopefully your employer has these benefits for you so you can be chill and enjoy your life and work. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast.